This is the TV Soup Podcast. Tonight we're going to do Daredevil, episode 13, the season finale, called Daredevil. Cheers, folks. One more happy birthday to Jess. You've got 16 minutes left of birthday. <laughs> Shivas. Oh, wait. Or Evan Williams. But it was delicious. We have both. Which one was it? I believe that we just drank Shivas. So, welcome to the podcast. I am always M. Jason. As always, M. Jason. And I've uh, generally had a few drinks at this point in the evening uh, because we do the TV Soup podcast after our main show. So no different from usual. I am joined by Dave, as <laughs> always. And uh, for the first time, Jessica, you are joining us on Daredevil. Special guest. Hey. And you have the distinction of being the only guest who will ever join us to talk about Daredevil. It's true, because it's kinda, this is the last one. Well, what about if you do next season? Well, but you're the only guest so far. Also, I'm Just the first Just bask in that so glory. Wait, am I? Yeah, you are yeah. the first girl to Yay. join us on the podcast. It's well. fun and funny. Hashtag also, play like your girl. if I if I <laughs> if I say like uh, if I think about all the people that have joined us in the past, uh, the funny thing is you might have been one of the people that would be the most nervous to join. Yeah, yeah. But now you're on, and you sound like one of the people that are like the least nervous to participate. You'd in, say like in the natural podcast. almost. Well, it's weird. I, I mean, know <laughs> because you like talking. I mean, uh, I I'm just saying. <laughs> but formal presentations, no, 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 thank you. But Great. apparently, I'm I'm comfortable here. So let me just get a, a quick overview of your opinion of the season so far. You got 30 seconds. Go. Shit. Beginning to end. Ah. How'd you think of some the, of the entire season right now? Right. No, 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 no. Let, let's not be so succinct. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what I'm no saying pressure. is, what I'm saying is, just <laughs> tell me in 30 seconds how you felt. Going from the beginning of this to the end of it. Okay. So, uh, started off, it's a, it's, a, it's a brutal show. There's a lot of, you know, death and violence in there. Actually, not as much death as you might think in the end. Um, you know, Very you've true. got this guy going around. He's kind of, uh, you know, he's going around doing his own shit uh, against the law, basically. Even though in his real life persona, he works for the law. He's a right. lawyer. He's a vigilante lawyer. Right. Exactly. And, um... You know, uh, he's he's doing these things. You know that they're good for the town, and he's not telling his friends about it. It's like, why won't you just tell them? Maybe they'll embrace it. And instead, his friend thinks that the vigilante is an awful, awful. But I'm person. not asking for a synopsis. I'm asking for your opinion. Oh, right, right, right. So, what um, do you what do you think so far of the whole series as it is, from from what things one do you like about to it? Thirteen. Um, you know, uh, it's got some very strong characters. And I just think that uh, the fight scenes are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite character other than Matt and Foggy? Because obviously they're both great. Obviously. Um, you know. You know, I want to like uh, Fisk's, Fisk's girlfriend, Vanessa. You, like Vanessa? you want you to like her. Okay. I want to like her. Okay. But she's kind of an awful person too yeah i i would agree i think she's a pretty awful you like person. karen right of course of course plus i know her from you know so why do you that like other karen? show um you know she's she's strong she's a strong female character 
and she's not willing to just sit down and you know let the corrupt society get you know what so they want. She fights back. She fights back. Exactly. Okay. She's and you been, like that? Been very restless through the whole series. Mm-hmm. In a good way. Like she won't. Although I, I still think it's bullshit that she didn't figure out you know who was the daredevil. I think but, she may have. You think? At the end of the show, at the end of the episode, there was a clue kind of halfway through, and then at the end, I think she may have been kind of giving him the, you know. The end a, of what episode? Nod. The end of the second episode? The end of the, the last episode. Well, let's let's leave that for the end, though. <laughs> okay. Well, we're assuming, of course, that everyone has watched all of Daredevil at this point. So where would you start, as far as the season finale is concerned? Where would you start as your summary of the episode? Well, the season began? finale must start, of course, the way the finale started, with the, the funeral of Ben Urick. The whole Ben and Karen... Uh, kind of dynamic is gone now obviously because ben was strangled by fisk in his own apartment so and fisk up. has all the cops bought off and nothing's gonna nothing bad is gonna happen to him everyone kind of accepts it so readily it's so pervasive that even the people who it should affect most who could do the most about it just say well that's just the way it is um but you know uh the one of the things that struck me as odd during the funeral was that there was every one of almost all of the characters that we knew from the show, the priest and uh, Ben's wife, Matt and Karen, and you know just like people sprinkled through there. It was just a way to bring the cast kind of back together. Um, the chick from that other law firm. That's right, and you know I don't know that, um, you know. It, it would really happen that way in a big city like New York City, even though they're just kind of centered around one of the boroughs called Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Uh, so they did notice Foggy wasn't around for the for the funeral. He called up and said, yeah. you know, I've got something more important to do, whatever. Um, did we find out what that was? Well, I think what he was doing was gathering more information from Marcy. You know, oh, right, right. by the he time they got to this episode, they point. had boxes upon boxes of uh, files, uh, all relating to Owsley and Fisk and all right. of those people. I like that gathering more information from Marcy can alternately mean either actually <laughs> gathering information or having sex. They're gathering information. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure happens to be both. It's kind it's of like, like pumping gas. They're pumping <laughs> gas, Al. Are they know? laying carpets? <laughs> yeah, what are they doing back there? Yeah. Basketball. She's so literally a euphemism, laying obviously. carpet. She's not, la- yeah. yeah. Or she's polishing a hitch. Yeah, yeah. like an actual. Yeah. <laughs> but but fine. I mean, good for Foggy because when else does he get to polish off the old Ritabegger or whatever the hell <laughs> the euphemism happens to be at that moment? You know, it's like a 1920s euphemism. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Karen is still, of course, very worried about Fisk. She keeps seeing him. We saw that in, I think, the last episode of the episode before, where she kind of woke up and saw Fisk just in her apartment. Like, I'm going to get you. And uh, she keeps seeing him everywhere. And it's not because... She's not haunted by the fact that she killed Wesley, which is sort of what I had expected. Um, and maybe that's what ultimately does affect her, or just the whole ordeal in general. Uh, but she's more worried about Fisk just coming after her because she went and visited Well, Fisk's she's already mom. been kidnapped once. Yes, and that was all Union allied. Um, but you know, you know, do you think that Fist's mother is going to have like a bigger part to play going forward? 
You know, it's it's hard to say because she has the dementia, but she seems to be having, you know, some good days too. Um, yeah. she, you know, uh, well, same with uh, the other guy who just well, recently yeah, died. Wife, his wife is right. like that too. So do you think but, that uh, his mother got sent to just Italy and just is out of the way now? Because mm-hmm. he seemed pretty intent on putting her out there. I mean, if he were, probably, because if he were to have sent Vanessa away, well, Vanessa would have been a whole nother story. If he had gotten her to be sent away, right. she probably still would have been part of the storyline somehow. Probably. But his mom. But she refuses to leave. Uh, I mean, they already got the information from her. So yeah. I don't know that they need to go after her again. She's probably out of it. But the one thing that his mom still knows, the one thing that she told James was that the blonde woman came and visited oh, me. Oh, yeah. Because Fist doesn't know that Fist yet. Fist doesn't know that Fist, yet. Fist yeah. didn't get that message yet. So what does that mean? I think that Karen she has, could a, still rat her has out. a reason to be worried. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy old lady could. Uh... Ben tried to cover for her, but you know it's not a foolproof thing. Right. You don't yeah. know if Fist believes her or not. So she's not. She's not done. She's not okay. She's still very unsafe. Uh, <laughs> and we knew that already because even if like we would have learned. In this crazy, like, Fisk, Urich scene, right? Yeah. That, uh, that that was it? That that was the end? It still wouldn't have been the end. Not for Karen. Karen's, Karen's wrapped up in this. It's all, the, the only end that is for is Ben. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, super sad, I guess, right? I mean, what are you, what are you thinking? Ben I mean, felt like before I discovered like a Game of Thrones death. Before I, mean, no I discovered spoilers, the uh, the spoiler of his death, <laughs> I did learn that he died like maybe halfway through the series. Uh, I totally accidentally got a spoiler on the internet. Anyways, oh, uh, before then, I, I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of his character. I sort of spoilers! felt like he was set up in order to spoilers. be a sacrificial a sacrificial character. Um, so I wasn't that surprised. But at of his course death. he was. He was already set up in the beginning. Yeah, you, you already knew he was from the very beginning. He was set up that way. But you didn't. You you got a crazy like. Spoiler. I had a bad feeling about this. Yeah, as it, they say. In Star I don't think Wars. I really saw it coming. I, he. But also, I didn't have the spoiler. So. I overanalyze these shows <laughs> a lot. I get it. When I talk about when I discuss these shows with other people, sometimes they're like, "You look into it way more than I do." Like, no, you just no, see it too no. Much. You're right. You're right. But but at least you got a nerdy bad feeling, uh, you know, <laughs> as opposed to like a PED bad feeling. You know? <laughs> yes, no no. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't real life. No PTSD. Yeah yeah, you're okay. You're okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, Fisk is able to take Vanessa home after this whole ordeal with them trying to kill her. Um, yeah, what happened and, with that? I forget. Well, uh, <laughs> what had happened was that Owsley and Madame Gao had poisoned some of the champagne. Right. And I think that Owsley knew that there was going to be an attempt on her, but didn't Ooh. know how it was going to come. But that's the, why he that's so right. quickly wasn't actually realized that he Fisk shouldn't. Thought the attempt was on him, but it right. wasn't. Right, it was and on that's Vanessa. why he uh, was able to drop the champagne so quickly. So Fisk, even up to this meeting with Owsley, uh, thought that the attempt was on him, and Owsley kind of makes the mistake. I think Fisk would have. Forgiven that as part of I think, doing business. I think Fisk will always think that everything is on him. Right, but once I mean, he's Owsley, a guilty motherfucker. Uh, expressed <laughs> the fact that it was against Vanessa, uh, and he broke it. He he broke into that sphere, kind of like 
um, the Russian guy did like way earlier in the series. Yeah, he's like he's like hello. There are other people in your your like head sphere, right? Besides you, but uh, he still is the main component in there. You know what I mean? It's like ninety percent Fisk, ten percent Vanessa. Sure, but. He, but but he holds right. that ten percent very precious. Oh my god, it was the most precious ever. Right, and the <laughs> fact that it was uh, he he was attempting to kill Vanessa, it just flat out admits it to him, and is basically just trying to blackmail him because he says, "I've got Hoffman. Uh, if Hoffman doesn't hear from me every twenty four hours, then he goes to the FBI, and your whole thing is coming down." That um, could have been a bluff. Yeah, but I mean, it, it certainly could have been a bluff. It turns out not to have been a bluff, but. Um. Really, I mean, Owsley just screws up by being kind of arrogant to Fisk, and like Fisk throws him down an elevator shaft, like was, breaks him through boards. Pretty and, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> falls down an elevator shaft. Thing is, we don't dead. we don't know he's dead though. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. Absolutely, that's why I say presumably he's dead. But the weirdest maybe thing, not I guess. But remember the way we're watching. We've this probably particular, seen Matt survive worse. Well, let's let's refresh. Let's refresh. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, so so we're watching this, having not like listened or uh, watched or seen or read the comics. Correct. So we don't know. Uh, actually, I mean, this is pretty impressive. I don't know, uh, Jason. I'm not sure. We're trying the best we possibly can to be in between the lines on these shows. Um, what are you getting at? So what I'm getting at is, uh, I, I don't know what's happened. I assume, I guess after every time that someone is dead, they're dead. You know what I mean? Okay. So we're going to kind of assume that Owsley is dead. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to. No, 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 no. They didn't give us a little teaser of him. Possibly no, they could still they could still rise him from the. I mean, I guess maybe he was clearly. Maybe uh, he's just yeah paraplegic and. Uh, Fist doesn't have a problem with killing people. His brain is still alive, and he can uh, still wrap. He comes out. across, he may kill. <laughs> I'm not coming across with that just because of the scene that you're talking about. I'm I'm just saying in, in general, you know, we should be aware. That in general we are talking about our world, but I suppose being Marvel Cinematic Universe, there is the possibility that like this should go above and beyond what it is. But the things that you were talking about already, like I'm I'm putting them all as this worldly. Right. right, right. Are are you doing that too? Or? Yeah, I mean I don't think Owsley has, has like secrets about how you know special powers or anything like that. You know, there are people in the show that we suspect uh, have more powers than they let on. But I don't think Owsley is one of them. He's just a smart, smarmy accountant. So people, yeah. Other people? across my mind. Yeah, in this particular Well, series. you know this this yeah. world exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's got to right? be, there's gotta be one person that. who kind of comes You've across, seen Agents of right? S.H.I.E.L.D. By the have. way, by the way, by the way. Highly in, rated. In this show, no, no spoilers to anyone. Please mm-hmm. don't spoil Agents of Shield things. No spoils. But we've already watched it. <laughs> right, right. We're all caught you up. No, <laughs> I'm not. And not maybe those many of the listeners though. are not. Gotcha. Right. So we can talk about all of Daredevil, but only general non-spoiler. But the things, great so things is what sure. I'm saying though is when you watch these kinds of shows like Daredevil, uh, to a, a greater point, I guess, like uh, 
like shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that were over the past couple seasons, um, these were shows where what you would think would normally be in these kinds of TV series, right? Like uh, Marvel TV series. So something that has like a great force behind it. Mm-hmm. Some kind of uh, of supernatural force. Right. Something. Um, you would expect those to be in those shows. But this particular show is, is driving that carefully, slowly... You right, because there's no evidence that Matt has any kind of superpowers. He's just, he, you know, he uh, lived a crazy life. He has super sensitive, uh, you know, hearing. Well, and Matt senses. actually, he does say several times that uh, that he's able to to well, know can, things that are and that heal are, quickly. He yes. heal quickly. Correct. And he knows things. Hears things, feels things. You know, other senses are, are smarter than the other senses. He kind of sees things, too. But but I have to tell you, uh, if you're talking about supernatural, there's a very thin line there. However, he does mention several times that he has supernatural powers. Like, he, he, he really does kind of say that. Hmm. So, I think it's a little bit beyond the normal. Okay. But I don't know anything about, like... What normal really is. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and what, what chemical could be there. So You still so, think it was something in what had blinded him, don't you? No, I don't. It's I don't. not sure. Peter Parker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was toxic. Why not? So there are a lot of things that, uh, could that mean be. both. I don't know. But it doesn't I mean, really matter. All that really eyes. matters now is that this guy has the abilities that he has, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's very true. So, Jess, as you were saying, um, going back to, uh, I think we were talking about uh, uh, somebody that was incredibly charismatic. What are they? I don't know if we were talking about that, but I think that uh, what's his face is. What's his face? Way to narrow it down. Oh, it's like it's one of the male characters. Okay, Maine. That's <laughs> not Matt. Foggy. Foggy. That's his name. Okay, Foggy. Foggy is definitely charismatic, but I don't think we were ever talking about him. No. But Matt and Foggy are, you know, finally back on speaking terms, right? Thank goodness. Foggy was kind of totally right, so pissed off. Somebody yeah. incredibly uncharismatic. I was nervous. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was nervous about the whole thing, but you know, so, before it was over, they 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 mended shit. Right. So Matt and Foggy kind of meet in the uh, the boxing club that Matt works out at, the one that his father uh, boxed at, you oh. know, that he trained at and stuff. Uh, and Matt is clearly just a freaking ball of rage, right? He just wants to oh, right, right, attack right. Fisk. He wants to break everything. He just wants to punch could somebody. destroy that punching yes. bag. But I, I compare him very much to Don Quixote, who is a man on a mission which is nearly impossible. Windmills. Exactly. He's tilting at windmills. Um, obviously, Matt does have a good ending for the show. But anyways, Foggy is kind of the only guy who can talk sense into Matt. And Foggy t- talking sense into Matt is what like allows their relationship to sort of get back on the mend, what allows them to move forward. Matt says, you know, we can't fix the past, but we can move forward. 
Yeah. And he's very, he's right about that, you know. They have a long shared history. They understand each other on a very fundamental level. Um, obviously, there's this huge schism between them. Uh, but Foggy has come around to understand that Matt's doing it for good reasons, for reasons that he can uh, get behind. And, you know, if he's not starting to forgive him, he's starting to learn to live with it at the very least. Because he's certainly nervous, nervous about it. Mm-hmm. You know, when... When they're talking with Karen, so, you know, they get the gang back together. Karen <laughs> even makes the comment like, oh, it's it so great. Be. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, he, they're they're hanging out together and uh, um, they kind of let slip. Uh, oh, yeah, we ran into the man in the mask, you know, <laughs> and she's asking questions about him. And they have just the, the most terrible answers. And it's awful. Just fucking tell her. Right, and I think that that is where she starts to like be suspicious. What? What? She, what? Is she it okay for me to swear? I feel like I'm the sailor here. What you she can, tell her? You can swear. It's okay. <laughs> what? I feel Go like ahead. that guest asking Go ahead, just say Chris it. Hardwick. Is it? Is this PG? <laughs> say it, Hardwick. Uh it's just crazy. <laughs> is that a swear? Oh, that that. That's that wasn't what you were that. you were worried about saying that. I forgot what I was trying to say. Oh my god. Too many beers in. Shots. No, you were talking about Karen suspecting them, uh, and then just telling Karen. Yeah, just fucking tell her. But it's a bad <laughs> idea to tell her. What stick has always because drilled into him. She, she is might that... be in more danger. She's already in danger. Look, just fucking tell her. We watched Game of Thrones, right? And uh, one of the things that Tyrion tells Shay is that people can use you against me, and that's exactly yeah. what is happening here. The more people that know about Matt's uh, relationships. Do we, do we hear about you're it? Right, you're right. The more still, that those people can be used anyway. against him. And, and they're already is. being used. She is. Just not against him necessarily. Right. <laughs> but he can't, what, what Stick has taught him is that he can't form all these relationships because they're going to be used against him. So he doesn't want to tell her I know, who but he I still is. stand by my just fucking But I think it. she is figuring it out. <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, she'd be silly not to. I mean, she's encountered him. Is it just the one time? Or I feel I like it's been a couple the one times. Time, yeah. No. Okay. The distinction of a final episode of a season is that it's just one season, and it's one episode. So, in this entire Thanks, episode, <laughs> what exactly is the defining moment? Like, if you're watching this episode, let's say you have seen. You know, I mean, didn't get didn't the last just get brought down, brought brought down. Regardless, <laughs> I mean, no one listening to this podcast, right, has not had an episode under the belt, right? So, what does that mean? What does it mean for Matt Murdock? What does it mean? It means that he's going to continue carrying on. The way he has been, if he has to. What? And when he doesn't have to, he it's will work about, in the name of the law. It's not about have to. I think he really likes it. And I think that he wants to be this guy. You guys have struck upon it already. So And there's always this, there's probably always going to be an opportunity this for This is the main it. thing. I mean, for, in a place where he lives? Exactly. Yeah. For a vigilante. He loves it. Is it. Is it because he wants to do it? Yeah. Or is it because he yes. has to do it? Or is it because he needs to do it i think it's because he likes to do it and since he likes to do it he tells himself that he has to do it well because it's for the greater good if he likes to do it then he's just a sociopath and a a murderer 
he well he's very particular about the murderer thing and i think he would disagree with you and yeah uh haven't we we decided that he hasn't actually killed anyone there was the guy that was lit on fire but that wasn't really his fault we haven't seen him straight up cold blood kill someone yeah i mean he knocks people the the fuck out but other than what other than that (laughs) (laughs) yeah he'll knock people out and you know uh, he'll throw people off a roof into a dumpster. Uh, but but he, hell, he ended up in a dumpster once, and he it came doesn't out just really the matter same <laughs> how right. he ends up or how anyone else ends up. All that matters is the fact that this guy is still being a person that is, I guess, glorifying these actions. I don't know. Uh, he he is. You're you're right about that. You don't need to. You know. Also, did he get his awesome suit yet? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So he, he kind of finds Hoffman right as all the cops are finding him. Right. Takes out all the cops. We don't see him in all the lights. To, uh, uh, so we haven't seen the new turn himself the in. new digs full on. But yeah, when he needs to, you know, it, it's a very interesting scene. So after he takes down Hoffman, it's been he so, sends like Hoffman in. like half a week in, since I've seen the episode. And he, so. <laughs> uh, like, there's the, the huge montage of all of the different bad guys going down, just going up the ladder. There's just a regular street guy. There's another guy. There's a bigger guy. There's the senator. Oh, yeah, and finally, there's so Wilson cool. Fisk. That's right. It was a great montage. It and, was. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Can you go over that again, please? You're talking about how they went down? Yes. Well. It's amazing. It is amazing. So, you know, we, we had left off uh, last on the three, the, the team getting back together. Maybe they one of my favorite out, parts of the entire yeah, they found out where Hoffman was. So they Karen did some digging. She's really good with the paperwork. Figures out where Hoffman is. Matt goes there immediately, but claims that he's going somewhere else. And Foggy's like, oh, dude, you can't do this. And he's Matt's like, it's the only way, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds perfectly you know, accurate. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so uh, Matt winds up getting there right after all the cops shoot all the FBI agents, but not Hoffman. Because this is a comic book after all. And uh, he's able to take everyone out as Hoffman is closing his eyes, which is a wonderful way to create all the suspense and action in your mind. You, you're picturing as you're watching this, Matt kicking the crap out of all these guys because you've seen it so many times before. But you don't have to, they don't have to pay to put it on the screen. It's just a guy closing his eyes. That's all they show you. And uh, it's a really cool scene. I can see how, Dave, you would say that it's one of your favorite parts of the entire series. Um, and Hoffman goes and turns himself in to the only uh, not-crooked cop that we know of. Right, right. They were told to go see... I don't remember his name, but yes. That, Sergeant that Mahoney. Co- Thank you, yes. Well, it's. I had to look it up. It's not very common. Hey, I don't care. You've got the computer in front of you. <laughs> I just have my little cell phone here. Well, so how'd you <laughs> feel about that, Chess? When they were told to go and turn themselves in. Uh, and the fact that he actually did it. Like, he got scared so shitless that he went and turned himself in. And that was the beginning of the domino effect. Pretty much, right? Yeah, it cued the awesome him. montage. Yeah. And we always talked about the montages from uh, Better Call Saul. Because they were very good in Better it's, Call Saul. It's, it's, it's kind of almost not a montage. It was a montage. Uh, it totally was. They cut to like montage. four or five different guys getting... Busted with just like music playing. Pretty good though. Yeah, it was great. It was very well. One of my I don't remember who I came guess. after him. So Fisk and gets busted. I, 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 and no, he's trying but... to tell Vanessa secrets and stuff. Yeah. 
And so oh, he gets yeah. into the back of what the. What did he tell her? Go uh, on. That's that's interesting. We don't ever find out what he told her. Um, I think he we told her. We didn't see anything that I think she he did told that her something about like. Uh, you need to go here and you need to do this with my money or or something just like my password is this mm-hmm, that could be so uh you know he's in the back of the transport and <laughs> he gives the bible story and he's not necessarily trying to relate the guys into um you know explain to them on in terms of uh the bible or anything like that but to uh, just say some really badass lines before they all get killed, right? Yeah. It's it's reminded me of Jules in Pulp Fiction when he gives when he reads the line every time before he shoots people. Yeah, and he's like, I never thought about what this means. I just said it as some cold shit before I iced somebody. <laughs> 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 but Fisk uses it in almost the same way. He says, "I am the ill intent who set upon the traveler on a road that he should not have been on." And the way that he is talking, the way it's his words, it's almost like he's kind of burping them up or like they're just kind of, right. you know, sputtering out of him like a like a mud volcano <laughs> just bubbling out of his mouth. He's, you know, he he can't help himself but say this. Yeah, yeah. So I, and that it's was not very rehearsed, but he knows it. Oh, yeah. It's all just right there in his mind, you know, whenever he wants to call it up. And it's really uh, one of the best Fisk scenes that I saw in the entire series, I think. You know, he was uh, able to be not the awkward guy, but he was just this the supervillain the entire time saying some cold shit before someone was going to get killed. <laughs> it was just cool and calm and yeah. Yeah. So Fisk gets away in this like overly dramatic fashion. The only problem I had with the entire series was that, you know, Fisk was planning to run away, could have just run away, but let himself be taken and then busted out and then uh, then was able to try and run away anyways. Yeah. Um, but it, it did set up the amazing final, like, conflict between him and Matt. So Matt goes and gets his new costume. Okay. And that apparently, Dave, uh, you had told me about this, was... The source of some tension between uh, Watchers and Netflix right after it came out. Because they were using pictures of him in his costume as promotional photos. Oh, and it was total spoilers. And why wouldn't it be, right? Because That's a huge we spoiler. We didn't because see that until the last episode. The last half of the last episode, yeah. He is now just gone from newbie equipment to now he's extremely strong. He's leveling up, for sure. <laughs> I'm a big fan of leveling up myself. I mean, everyone <laughs> likes to gain a level. So he's gained several. He put Fisk away eventually. He was able to find him in the alley. And he was able to get the equipment from uh, from uh, Merle, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, Potter. Potter. Um, I think, is his first name Merle? Yeah. Merle Potter. And, um, yeah, he's an interesting uh, character. He... Uh, Got into a big fight with Matt and then, like, just wants Matt to really help him. Uh, hmm. So, Matt promises to keep uh, protecting uh, Merle's, I think it's Betsy. Um, but, but we don't know who Betsy is, right? No, we've never met Betsy. We don't even know and if Betsy's real. Right, exactly. Right. But uh, presumably, Matt isn't the kind of guy to not look into that sort of thing and promise it to somebody. So, are we okay with Matt, or do we think that Matt's going to, like, 
break himself into kind of a bad territory. Matt's already broken into kind of a bad territory. I think I don't think that he's getting anywhere deeper. So now is he bad? He's like someone that the government wants to get rid of? Matt's a vigilante. The government's always going to want to get rid of vigilantes. They want to be the only ones enforcing the law. They don't want someone else to do it. Okay, well, we're in comic book land. We need vigilantes. Yeah, where, exactly. Where there's always vigilante land. Like this You're is, right. This is a universe where uh, this the shit that already existed... <clears throat> in New York already existed. The way that they're played positively is they get good press, they have public opinion on their side, and they're going to be better. Now, you think he's going to have a, a problem here? I, I think that right now he's got some good PR. Uh, we saw when the offices were raided that it wasn't actually the editor who was the one who was informing. You know, He was actually innocent of it. And it goes to show, like one of the things that they do... Because Matt had talked about uh, following the editor, and he was gonna, you know, go and interrogate him like he interrogates everyone else by beating the crap out of him. <laughs> but his family showed up, so he didn't do it. And Matt didn't even—it didn't even dawn on Matt that he might not even be the guy who did it. He was so sure that he was the one who did it, and he didn't do it. And in this show, they're able to uh, misdirect you, kind of like an un- unreliable narrator in a book. Well, these shows don't actually exist. I mean, they, they're actually going on right now. They just don't actually exist, right? They, they continue after they happen. We continue them. Sure. I mean, we speculate on what could happen. Are you talking about fan fiction? Sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that sort of thing happens too. It's a giant universe. It just keeps going. It's a very different way is. of looking at a piece of fiction. Everything that happens doesn't just happen and break off to... A, one particular section. <laughs> it, right. it will always go the other way as well. Right, that's right. Interesting way to look at it. <laughs> uh, so, what, do, what did you guys think about the end of the episode where Matt kind of just triumphs over him? Uh, eventually, you know, what, was it too over the top or was it exactly what you were looking for? It was a little cheesy, I'm not going to lie, because in a perfect world... It would never be all wrapped up in a nice little bow. Right? Like Wasn't weren't the first twelve episodes so ultra realistic that you didn't think that they would take the cheesy way out? Absolutely. I I sort of felt that a little bit as I was watching it, but at the same time, I was just like, "This is so." Awesome. Yeah, but I was also still glad that the good guys. Right, won. right. It was just <laughs> it was both. Like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like I didn't expect it to take this turn, but I'm glad that it did. <laughs> exactly. I guess everything can work out. Right. <laughs> what did you think, Dave? <clears throat> well, I, I have a problem with a uh, little bit with, uh, I guess, with Daredevil. I don't think that he should be somehow winning. winning. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag winning. Because he's not <laughs> the best guy in the world. In fact, he's not even near the best guy in the world. Right. Uh, I get that that's somehow kind of it like uh whatever well, tell me. whatever Do the other marvel marvel characters usually win no, in no, the no, end no 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 this show this show is yeah, about usually yeah this show is about more than that this show is about this show's uh, deeper but than still that. the it good guy wins that. no you're right you're absolutely right i mean and yeah like we said there was a time where we didn't think he was going to win and it will it'll escalate to it a could have gone either show. way I just thought that perhaps the way that I heard it was not the best. But 
I think this show will will continue to exceed and grow and become something more than it is. So I look forward to it. Whether or not I thought this initial just little you know uh, vocal performance well, that I heard, Jason and I both enjoyed it. Was so good we enough. Shall do shots. I think that uh, <laughs> I think that Daredevil will rise in all platforms for quite a while. I think. Uh, whether it be, you know, via Netflix or on demand, Comcast, whatever. Do you think that Netflix will put shows, like sell shows to cable so that they can that air them on weird. cable? That would be weird. I don't think they've done that yet. It would be a smart thing to do, I suppose. I think Netflix If they won't, can sell it? Netflix won't have a problem with selling it. And continue anything. putting it on Netflix? Netflix probably likes money. Pro- so probably. They'll do things that make them money. But they haven't yet. So overall, uh, we, we've seen a whole season of this show. Um, we've watched most of it together. Uh, what did you guys think? Uh, how would you rank it among the shows, all the other shows that we watched together, like Game of Thrones and Leftovers? And Orphan Black. Orphan Black. You know, all these different shows. Or Doctor Who. <sighs> all these, like, the shows nowadays, uh, we all have been very excited about this. I think... I think uh, the show is too uh, too mainstream now. Really? You hipster. You bloody hipster. No, I think... I don't know about that. Every person that I, don't I see... think enough people that... Talks really? to me about Game of Thrones. Uh, really? Oh, Game of Thrones. But what about... I, uh, I'll okay. be honest. Yeah, yeah, sure. I see how that is like the, the most mainstream of them. Well, oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, out of six of my coworkers, pretty much like five of them didn't watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, so none of you watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> so something we mentioned at the beginning of the episode... Do you think that Karen, because during her last conversation with Matt, kind of, I don't know, gave the silent wink uh, that she sort of understood what he was doing, or at least kind of suspects that he might be Daredevil? Uh, I think she would be 100% correct to think that. (laughs) Well, of course. (laughs) No, I mean, yes, of course, looking at an an outsider, um, it's obvious, but... um, I don't know. <laughs> so I thought at the very beginning of the series that the first time Karen came across Matt, she had just met him earlier in the day. And I thought she recognized him like right away. Wait, they met before he saved her? I believe so, I yes. Think, I forgot that part. Or they met right after. But but they had just met like right around that time. Okay. So I thought she knew like right away. But I do think that she's put together... Actually, yeah, there were a couple episodes that made me think maybe she knew and then she's like started playing dumb or something. Right. And then at the very beginning of the episode, they had the really terrible explanation of how they had ran into the man in the mask. Right. And then... It uh, almost at, wasn't even believable. At the end, you know, she just <laughs> drops a couple lines. Uh, so uh, when Fisk winds up in prison, right, he's staring at the white wall again. <sighs> Right, just like that painting in his room. And just like when he was a kid when his father made him stare at the wall. Oh, right, right. Yeah. All those things. That presumably, in my mind, was the punishment he would usually get. And he was just, he just, it was the last time and he snapped that one. So he is sort of being recharged by this staring at the wall. And he's going to find a way out of prison. And he's going to come back as obviously the main baddie in season two. He's got Perhaps. It. I mean, unless they, like, move on to another story, but, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise. So, uh, one final question. What did you guys actually think of the costume that he finally was made? 
the red and black kind of armor costume with the helmet and the horns. So I, I love it. I, personally, I think that the, uh, the horns kind of define what he was talking about to the priest in that little moments where he's like, you know, you need to do something that kind of frightens everybody else, that kind of scares them back to morality. Oh, interesting. I didn't kind of think about it from that perspective. I feel That's like... I see what you're saying. saying. No, no, no. When he was talking to the priest, the priest was telling him stories about how... Um, the devil... The devil was an angel, a fallen angel and was an example made to everyone else what to the scare devil, them what the into being did. good. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. that's kind of what Dave is saying, you know, what his costume represents, so, that he's scaring people. In. Yeah, I mean, you know, Matt is kind of like a ball of hate, and he gets to take it out a little bit, but yeah. there's a lot there. All right, well, um, I think <laughs> we all very much enjoyed uh, Daredevil as a series, and we will make a decision coming soon about what show we're going to cover next. Wow, that's tough. It's going to be a very tough decision. Um, but uh, we'd love to have you back and talk about more television. Because obviously, okay. whatever show we pick, you're going to have to watch it. Probably, yeah. since I live with the guys. <laughs> so, uh, we're so gonna, I might as well sit in and chat about it. We're going to pick something yeah. cool. Something from HBO or Netflix or something that you're not expecting. I don't know yet. If you have any suggestions for shows that we should look at, you can email us, jason at drink5.com or dave at drink5.com. Tweet us at drink5. Uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash drink5network, uh, I think it is. Also, drink5 network, thank you. Hashtag drink5.com on Instagram. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks, uh, guys. Follow Bye-bye. us on iTunes.